God today will be a good day. Because I said so. God today will be an exciting day. Because I said so. God today I'm gonna be smarter than I was yesterday. Cause I am a leader. I am blessed. I am child of God. I am a blessing. The power of my day is in what I said. Because I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. Hey dreamers, welcome to Maximize Your Monday. Each week I will bring you applicable growth strategies to encourage kingdom building through business development. I am your vision coach, Latoya Early of Chase Great Enterprises, full-time wealth creator, wife, and mother. Thanks so much for maximizing your Monday with me. And I hope today you grow closer to your why in business. Are you ready for change? Can you see yourself being the solution to others' problems? Are you ready to walk into the coaching lane that you know that you've been called to? Join us for our summer training here at Chase Great Enterprises, where we are constantly changing the momentum to your pursuit and coaching. Our training begins Monday, June 4th, 2018, and will last 10 consecutive weeks. Visit us at www.chasegreatenterprises.com. Click on Become a Coach to learn more. Clean Air Media. Hey, Dreamers. Welcome to Episode 9 of Maximize Your Monday. I am your vision coach, Latoya Early of Chase Great Enterprises, where we are constantly changing the momentum of your pursuit to success. I am so excited about today. Did you guys check out that affirmation? Wasn't it dope? Listen, that affirmation was brought to you by my six-year-old wonderful child, Carter James. That is an affirmation that I have my children recite every single morning because what I've learned over the years, especially being a mom, is that the power of our day is in what we say. So I want to make sure I encourage my children constantly to watch their words. So listen, we are going to jump in today. Listen, if you have been following us on Maximize Your Monday podcast, Clean Air Media, I want you guys to take note of the way that the episodes are set up. So listen, every topic has three different type of discussions. We start with our why. Why is this topic important? Then we go into the how. How can we apply different strategies to the topic to make things better? And lastly, we talk about the what what's next how can I apply these to my life and then um, expect change after I apply these to after I apply the different techniques and strategies that we've talked about to the topic that we've been discussing so listen I want you guys to make sure that every time that you tune in to maximize your Monday that you tune in with a pen and some paper so that you can take notes today's scripture is Galatians 1 and 10 it reads for i for am i now seeking the approval of man or of god or am i trying to please man if i were still trying to please man i would not be a servant of christ Remember, we are talking about how to reduce mental chatter. And what I wanted to really focus on today is talking or um, paying close attention to the opinions of others. Because I don't think we really recognize how much other people's opinion really can break, make or break us in our mental chatter. Especially when you are um, experiencing different forms of 
doubt, different forms of fear, listening to certain people and allowing certain people to pour into you can really either increase mental chatter or it can decrease mental chatter. So again, I wanted to bring this to your attention today because we have to be mindful of the people that we allow in our circle. But listen, did you know that your words can increase someone's state of depression? Because we've been talking about mental chatter, I want to make sure that we are aware that entrepreneurship can really bring up um, different emotions in people that you really didn't know that you can experience. And so last week we talked about entrepreneur suicide. And I've stated how many times I've contemplated this state of thinking. And I wanted to bring some clarity to that um, statement because I don't want you guys to think that I'm suffering from any type of severe mental illness. But I do want you to know that entrepreneur suicide is the idea of wanting to abort the dream, wanting to abort the assignment, wanting to leave the business behind. So anytime you hear me discuss entrepreneur suicide, that's what I mean. I mean, completely severing um, the idea of being a dream maker, completely um, disconnecting myself from the dream. And I want to be the one to help encourage you and let you know that while being an entrepreneur, sometimes you have those type of thoughts, but you have to know how to counteract those uh, negative thinking, how to counteract the negative thinking with positive affirmations, positive scripture, knowing how to uh, change your way of thinking. We talked about perception last week and how you, your brain, uh, creates the perception of what you see. And so what we have to start doing is we have to change the way we view things so that we can change our point of view. So again, we're talking about mental chatter. And so today I want to focus on how you can reduce mental chatter. What is it that you can do in your personal life to prevent you from allowing mental chatter to destroy you? It's powerful, guys. There are so many times as an entrepreneur that I've sat in my office and And I've allowed thoughts like, you know, you can't make this happen or nobody wants this or nobody's going to buy that or, you know, you're not good enough. All of these thoughts are real. And a lot of times entrepreneurs struggle with these thoughts because it is the enemy's job to destroy the promise that God has set aside for us. And so the best way for the the enemy to destroy your destiny is through your way of thinking. So it's really important as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as people that you sit down and evaluate your way of thinking and not allow it to destroy you because it can. So again, I want to share with you you four different ways to help reduce your mental chatter. Number one, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers. This is Ephesians 4 and 29. What does this mean? We just talked about the power of your words. You have to watch what you say. Your words is what creates your reality. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, he didn't create it with his hands. He created it with his words. And that's how powerful our words are. So when you're in a place of struggling or in a place of defeat, you have to learn how to use his word, the word of God, 
to help minister to not just you, but to the hearers of what you say, because your words are seeds and every seed shall reap a harvest. So you want to be mindful of the things that you allow to come out of your mouth. And if you go back to the uh, affirmation that played in the beginning of this podcast, my son, he talked about the power of his day is in what he say. Why? Because he can do all things through Christ who gives him strength. These are words that I make sure that he deposits into his day daily because our words is what shapes our reality. Number two, keep your heart focused on the goal. The reoccurrence of a goal in your thinking is not to tease or taunt you. It is to show you the possibilities. Allow it to seep into your heart and don't take your eyes away from it. We sometimes think that, you know, us constantly seeing the same dream over and over and over again is just for entertainment. No, that is God showing you what he has called you to. So don't let it be a distraction. Don't let it be something to defeat you. Don't let it be something that discourages you. Allow it to minister to you. Every time I see the grand scale of Chase Great Enterprises, I'm blown away because I know that God has set me up for something greater. And so when the enemy comes in and tries to destroy that vision with thoughts of insecurity or thoughts of doubt or thoughts of not being good enough or capable of bringing the vision to pass, you know, I have to constantly challenge those thoughts with the overall vision that God has shown me. Something that works very well for me in my office, I have my vision board. Well, every year, the Chase Gray coaching community, we come together and we do our vision boards together. But what makes our vision boards different is that I don't just cut out um, pictures and post them on a poster board. We actually apply words. We actually apply an action plan to that so that we can make sure that not only are we seeing the vision, but we're reading the the vision and we're constantly uh, depositing the idea of what God has for us into us daily. Another thing that I tend to do is take sticky notes and I post whatever um, positive affirmation, positive thought that comes to my mind. I write it on a sticky note and I post it around my vision board also so that I can constantly see it. I add scripture to it. I'm constantly keeping it in front of me because as an entrepreneur, you can have some days where you just don't feel like you are qualified for the call. But listen, God would not call you to it if he wouldn't call you through it. So you got to stay consistent and keep your heart focused on the goal. Number three is surround yourself around people who are building, growing, and producing the dream. An isolated island will cause self-destruction. Listen, this is probably one of the most impactful tips in this, uh, this list that I'm giving you today. And I say that because, you know, the old saying, birds of a feather flock together. While some people say, you know, oh, I hang around with that person, but I don't do what they do. Regardless, if you do what they do, um, their behavior will rub off on you before you know it. So you want to make sure you are surrounding yourself around people who are pouring into you, who are helping you be great, who are helping you make decisions that are going to better your future. There's been so many times where I've had some doubt in my in my thoughts and I've gone to the wrong people to help pull me out of it. I've gone to people who 
um, you know, will tell me, well, hey, if you can't do it, go get a job. Well, maybe it's not something that you've been called to. And I can't get mad at them, you know, that they don't know how to encourage me or pour into me because that's not what God designed them to do. It's my job to find the right people to surround myself around so that I can make sure that I'm being connected to the people who want to chase great right along with me. So if you're looking to learn how to reduce mental chatter, one of the steps is preventing yourself from being around people who are pouring negative thoughts and ideas into you because words are powerful and you know the saying sticks and stones may break your bones but words will never hurt listen that is a lie and I'm mad that as a child you know we were taught that no sticks and stones will break my bones and those bones will soon heal but words will last a lifetime let's think about books there are books that are hundreds and hundreds and hundred years old that are still making an impact on today like the Bible why because words have power so make sure that you surround yourself around people who are building growing and helping you produce the dream number four is create a healthy prayer life keeping God at the center of your dreams will help keep you focused evil is constantly present and looking for reasons to destroy your dreams but where there is prayer there is protection Know that God would not, again, bring you to something that he would not protect you from. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Why? Because we are more than conquerors. And I want you to know that there is no corporate prayer that you have to pray when you're talking to God. Now, don't get me wrong. There are prayers in the Bible, you know, that helps us in certain areas. There are certain ways that you should pray. Um, when you are praying, you always want to go into prayer with worship and thanksgiving. Um, you always want to have some sort of word in your prayer that um, that, uh, that is in agreement with whatever it is you're seeking Christ for. There are different ways and different things that you want to incorporate in your prayer. But listen, your prayer life is between you and God. The same way that I talk to my husband or the same way that I talk to my homegirl probably is the same way that I talk to God. Like, listen, this is what's going on. And your word told me this. I tell my husband that all the time when he says something, he's going to do something. And I go back. I say, listen, you told me that you would do this. I do that same thing with God. Why? Because his word shall not return it to us void. So we have to rely on his word to uh, fuel us so that we can... Um, so that we can do what he's called us to do. So it's doing that. You have to make sure that your prayer life stays healthy. It's not the easiest thing because for whatever reason, when we get into a space of sadness, when we get into a space of depression, when we get into a space of not feeling um, up to par, it's kind of like we do the complete opposite. Like we don't talk to God. You don't wake up in the morning and tell God, thank you. You don't go into prayer because you're in a funk, but that's the time that we have to seek him first. And I say that because the enemy is always present and he's always trying to figure out how he can destroy you or distract you from the destiny, from your destiny. So you want to make sure that you are constantly um, staying in prayer. You want to make sure that you are keeping yourself surrounded around people who are pouring into you. You want to keep your heart focused on the goal and don't let any corrupt communication come out of your mouth. You have to be mindful of not only what you say to others, but what you say to yourself. 
even in those times where you know you may not have as much money as you desire listen don't walk around telling people you broke you say stuff like you know what my money is not matching up to my goal right now but it soon will man i don't have it yet not that you'll never have it but that you don't have it at that present time you have to speak those things that are not as though they were and i'm not saying be delusional or live a life you know and not uh knowing or being realistic with yourself but you have to speak as if you're trusting God as if you believe that God is going to change your circumstances again we are talking about mental chatter and this uh, topic is very important to me as an entrepreneur because this is something that I struggle with all the time especially with the conception of the um, the conception of the business it was really really heavy then because I was trying to birth something I was trying to bring something to pass and in that space is the time where I really could have aborted the dream because of the things that were being replayed to me in my thoughts but I had to stand strong and I had to stand strong on the Word of God so that I would not allow those mental chatters to um, inflict me so listen I received a question and this is our uh, ask a coach segment and I received a question and when I got the question it was kind of like I was asking myself this question um, and so it was pretty dope to really sit down and uh, research an answer for this question so the question is how do you know if you're depressed and as an entrepreneur how do you overcome it so reading this question man it really hit home because a lot of times again um, as I spoke about in our previous segment depression is not something that we openly talk about especially in the african-american culture it's something that we really push under the rug it's like hey it's life get over it so a lot of times you prevent yourself from expressing your emotions or expressing your feelings because you're afraid that they're going to be shot down but I wanted to uh, share a few tips that I researched on how you can recognize whether or not depression is something that you just may be um, suffering from um, one of it is prolonged sadness or unexplained crying spells a lot of times people um, get into a sad space and sometimes you do have to get out a good cry but when you're just constantly crying all the time or when you're just always sad this this is something that you want to take note of as an entrepreneur we have so many dreams and so many goals and when things aren't panning out in the business the way that we had hoped or the way that we had envisioned some of these symptoms can can very subtly um, begin to surface and you want to make sure that you are paying attention um, a second one is a significant change in appetite um, while you know with me my appetite changes anyway I can go a day and be working and not eating or not paying attention to my diet and that's not healthy especially with me wanting to be healthy and wanting to live a healthy life but if you know that you are you know missing meals and you don't really have an appetite to eat and you rather seclude yourself off and not really be bothered then you may want to again um, pay attention to these small details um, another one is feeling guilty or worthless. I know that these things are really, um, they're really, uh, 
big in the entrepreneur industry when you start feeling like you know you're not good enough or you start feeling like there's something that you should have done better or maybe you're not good enough for the assignment I want you to take note of these and lastly the inability to take pleasure in former former interests even with biz, building a business you know sometimes we can take all day I can spend all day in my office building my business working with clients because I love it and when I find myself not wanting to be at the office not wanting to be involved again I'm taking mental note to recognize these different signs so that I too can make sure that I'm staying healthy so I want to share with you a few ways to overcome these different emotions that you may be experiencing because severe depression is real and I don't want any of our entrepreneurs to get into a space where depression is overtaking you okay so number one of course stay in prayer as I talked about before, reducing mental chatter, how to reduce mental chatter, staying in prayer. While we may not be able to physically see God, we can definitely physically feel God. And so you want to make sure you're staying in his presence. Number two, educate your loved ones about your entrepreneurial life. People don't understand what you go through as an entrepreneur, especially in your thinking process. You know, with people who, um, if you're a full-time entrepreneur, those who work a nine to five, and have a business on the side, they may not experience the same thoughts and feelings. You know, those who are in full-time entrepreneurship and those who, you know, may, um, may be living with someone who work a nine to five, they may not understand what you're going through. So you want to sit down and you want to really express what the entrepreneur life feels like and what you may be going through. Number three, I would really recommend that you get a coach. Get a coach or a mentor. You need to talk it out. Have someone to talk through this because what happens is, is you allow all of your thoughts to build up. You allow all of the anxiety to build up. And then at a breaking moment, you just break. And we cannot afford for you to break. So get a coach. Get someone that you can pour into and let them know what's going on so they can help you create strategies. They can help you find a solution so that they can help you be greater. Number four is take a break. Give yourself time to breathe. Being an entrepreneur, you see so many um, social media posts on how you need to work uh, 900 hours a week and you know um, entrepreneurs work around the clock and you have to commit yourself all day every day if you want to succeed and I tried that I tried committing every ounce of my day to my business and what I found in that is that that's where depression is waiting for you because you're overwhelming yourself listen nothing is going to happen in your timing it's all in God's timing so it doesn't matter how many hours you work in a day it doesn't matter how many clients you try to get. It doesn't matter how many times you post on social media. It's not going to move unless God is ready for it to move. I also learned this lesson from a very unknown and professional, successful woman here in the city of Detroit. Um, I'll never forget. I sat down to talk with her and she's like, how, what time are you leaving the office? And I'm like, man, sometimes eight, nine o'clock at night. And she's like, why? You have children. She's like, when your kids get out of school, you need to be getting off work. Go spend time with your kids. And at that time, I'm like, what girl? No, I need to stay focused on my business. I need to work, work, work. And then after a while, it made so much sense to me. 
Now I'm leaving. I'm going to pick up my kids from school. I'm going home. I'm cooking dinner. I'm cleaning. I'm washing clothes. I'm not neglecting my wife duties. I'm not neglecting, neglecting my motherly duties so that I can try to move the vision faster. It won't move any faster. So take a break. Give yourself time and breathe. Lastly, set achievable goals. We set these ginormous goals that we're constantly jumping up trying to reach. And when we don't reach them, we become discouraged. I'm starting to set smaller goals. Smaller goals like um, make uh, 20 discover calls this week. And once I do that, I feel accomplished. Send out some emails and encourage someone. Once I do that, I feel accomplished. Um, set up additional time with your current clients. Once I do that, I feel accomplished. And stop really focusing on the bigger goal. The bigger goals are going to come once the smaller goals are being tackled. So listen, I want you guys to take those tips and apply them to your life. And if you aren't able to see the silver lining in your life, if you're still, if you still feel like you're suffering from some sort of depression, some sort of space of darkness, I need you to seek out professional therapy. It's okay, guys. It's okay to seek help. It's okay to find someone that can help you. Again, as a coach, it's my job to help you find a solution in your problem. As a therapist, it is their job to get a solution to your problem so if you feel like that you can't find the solution and you need someone to find it for you then you I encourage you to find a therapist cool so again I am so excited about this week to come there's so much happening here at the Chase Great office um, we have our coaches uh, intro to coaching training that's getting started this week and I'm super excited about that our community is growing we are able to offer a lot more to our community. We just really launched our virtual learning community for our coaches where they can go online and gain additional tips and trainings um, to help build their business. We are incorporating what's called a life course here at Chase Great um, for our coaches where we're going to really help them apply kingdom principles to business building. And I'm super geeked about that because so often we think that um, kingdom building is only at church or we think kingdom building is only in our life. But when you are building a business, especially a business in coaching, you have to be able to um, intertwine the two because coaching is a call. It's a lifestyle. It's not something that I do just between nine to five. I coach all day, every day. And so if I'm not incorporating God in that coaching, then it can become more and more difficult for me to help build the kingdom. So this is what I want you to do for this week. I need you to maximize your moment. I need you to take 24 hours. Y'all hear that? 24 hours. I need you to take those 24 hours and I need you to do nothing. <laughs> I don't want you in your business. I don't want you in content. I don't want you posting on social media. I want you to go find a candle. I want you to light it. I want you to go find um, a nice TV show. I want you to go find some cookies. <laughs> I want you to go find something that makes you feel good. And I want you to shut the business down for 24 hours. Now, that doesn't mean that your automations is going to stop. That doesn't mean that your dings are going to stop. All that stuff is going to keep going. But I want you to separate yourself from the business for 24 hours. Give yourself a break. Guess what? I'm going to do this too. So what I want you guys to do is I want you to email me at Latoya 
at chasegreatenterprises.com and I want you to share with me some of your time. What did you do in your 24 hours? What did you do when you separated yourself? If you have any questions that you want to ask the coach, email them to me. Listen guys, I am here to give you everything I have to help build a successful kingdom driven business. I love you guys. You are so amazing. We had to rock out today on talking about how to reduce mental chatter. I love you guys and I can't wait to pour into you on next week. Have an amazing and amazing week and be blessed.